السلام عليكم ايه وعليكم السلام ورحمة الله okay so this is gonna be an exciting one okay so welcome to the 150 book review today we are gonna talk about uh, three books one of the books is called uh, stock market cash flow four pillars of investing for thriving in today's market this is by Andy uh, Tanner The other book I want to talk about is The Millionaire Next Door. This is by Thomas J. Stanley and William D. Danko. And the third book is Payback Time. Big Making, uh, making Money is the Best Revenge by Phil Town. So all these books got to do with um, financial literacy, talks about Um, how you can invest and why you should invest and, and things like that. So um, so here's what I've learned. First, in order to uh, in order for you to save money, in order for you to be wealthy, in order for you to be you know where you never have to worry about money, you need to be able to learn how to save. You need to be able to have that personality. It's so interesting. Um, it was talking about how um, You could be making so much money, but if you have a spouse that's the total opposite, it's just going to be hard. It's just going to be, you know, twice the hard to get to where you want. So, it, um, you know, they, like the book, uh, The Millionaire Next Door, they interviewed, I forgot, it was a ridiculous amount of people, over a thousand or so, who are uh, millionaires. And they found out there's a common theme with all of them. Um, one of them tend to like the husband would be the one for instance making so much money and the wife is is not a spender she's the type that also saves so they both complement each other you know so it wasn't that he's making so much money and she's the one out there like you know spending it all the other thing the common thing they've also noticed is um, they weren't the type to buy you know, material things. Oh, I got them. Let's get a new car. Let's get another new car. Let's upgrade this. Let's upgrade that. They won't like that. If they have this house, they love it. They just continue living with it. If they have this car and it works and there's no issues, they continue with it. It, it comes to a point where the neighbors have no idea they're that rich because they're living a normal life. Um, he's also realizing uh, the common thing he'd noticed also is They weren't the type that, um, you know, would, you know, when they want something, they buy so quickly. So it would take them time. If they want to buy a car, it would take them at least six months or so to finally make a decision by getting a good, um, uh, like, basically, you know, if it costs this much, they won't quickly buy it. They'll wait and make sure they got, you know, they get the cheapest possible. So they'll keep asking around and they'll keep shopping and shopping until they choose one. And this is very interesting because, um, I mean, for example, you know, today when I went to uh, buy chandelier, I didn't bother looking any other store. I'm like, oh, I like this one. Oh, it looks cheap. Oh, I got it. And I got it. And after I bought it, I thought, oh my God, I just found out there's like so many other stores out there I could have looked. But in my mind, I'm like, that's a waste of, not a waste of time, but I'm like, I don't want to go through all of that. But no, it's something they do is they don't quickly buy something and and even if they like something they will wait 24 hours and then they will buy it why because they want to make sure that they're not emotionally getting 
invested or like they're not making decision emotionally. They want to make sure that they're doing it rationally. So they will wait after a day to make that decision. And if you realize a lot of, let's say, online uh, marketing or courses or things, they say, oh, buy it now or else, you know, because they usually people make decision or buy things out of emotions did you know that it's not through logic it's through emotions that they will then make sense of it and then buy it so that's how they get you so these millionaires they know that so they want to make sure that they're controlling their emotions so they will not you know do it right now so I thought that was really interesting and I was like and and it made me realize oh I still have a lot to work on because there's no point if I'm all of a sudden a millionaire I will lose it with my personality you know (laughs) so same with um this is why a lot of actors a lot of artists um you know with their personality what what they're going through all of a sudden they you know make huge money there's no point if they're if they haven't been you know uh invested in themselves financially to learn um and to change themselves um it will you know it will cost them because they it's always it's important to know what makes you happy um you know okay it's not just the money because once you get the money what will make you happy so some would say no i need to you know buy the material things but then it doesn't end because they'll there's going to always be these new toys and stuff like that. Um, there was this one, I remember, self-made millionaire, I forgot his name. He said that, um, you know, at first he said it was all about the image. It was very important that he, for example, wears his Rolex watch. I had no idea, but apparently it's very, very, very expensive. And he said that one time he got out and went to a meeting. And as he was heading to the meeting, he was already late. He looked at his hand and realized, oh, my God where's my watch? And then he says, you know, and then he says, what do you think I did? Do you think I I went to the meeting anyway that I'm late? Or do you think I went back to the home to get that expensive uh, watch because it's all about show? And in the end, he said, sadly to say, I went back to the house and made sure I have that watch and went to the meeting even more late. Because to him, it was all about the image. It was all about, you know, and, and, and he's like, and he goes, and it took me time to get out of that. He goes, it took me time that even for me with the car, he's like, that's why there's a car. Uh, he's like, I have a car where the windshield is a little crack and I purposely drive that. It hurts, but I'm purposely driving it to teach myself that, you know, you're not going to change it. Just You're not going to get a better car just because of that. Like to sort of train his ego to let it go. It's not about show. It's not about, it still works, you know? So um, it made me realize that, yeah, you need to have that train yourself, you know, like, for example, um, my dad mentioned about uh, somebody who came to him and said, please help me. I'm having a hard time donating money. I want to donate. But every time I come close to that box, I just can't. I find myself putting it back in my pocket because it's just it's so hard to donate. And then and it's because he never does it. He was like, oh, but I could use this money right now. And and one thing that they talked about is, you know, so one thing they always did is they always made sure they donate money. Um, and it's so important that you know, we start now because even if you have little, you need to give because if you can't do, if you can't do it now when you have little, know that when you get a lot more, you will not do it because it's just more sweeter now. 
you know. Mm-hmm. So if you have a hundred dollars and you don't want to give that ten, well, when you have a thousand dollars, you will make sure that you do not give you know that ten because you know what there's just so much more things to do so it um so it's like a training thing that matter what you need to train yourself to save you need to train yourself to donate because then um in the end it comes you know it comes back to you in so many folds so i thought um that was really interesting so um the other thing uh that i love is uh with uh, Phil Town, he's all about, um, and 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 um, what's the other guy's name? Um, uh, it was Andy, Andy Tanner. Oh, sorry, it was yeah, Andy Tanner. He's oh my god, I loved. He's he can. He's such a great teacher. The way he talks, um, they basically talk about you know that it is very important that we invest ourselves, that we do not give our money. Um, to you know some other investors who will take one or two percent out of your money whether you make money or not and what happens is the reason why um, you know when they get like billions of dollars with everybody's money and they have to invest on it they know people are looking at their money and saying hmm am I you know is am I making money and so because of that they're what's the word they're being forced in a way to make some changes and to put their money out in the stocks when even 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 when stocks are not low or they're not at a good price they feel that oh my god i have to you know have keep i have to keep the money going i got to make money for the people so they don't you know pull out or or feel like oh my god what are you doing with our money so which is not necessarily a good thing because you don't want them to always put the money in stocks or or buy stocks when when it's expensive, mm-hmm. um, they're not able to, you know, they're not able to get out of, you know, the market so quickly when they need to. It takes them about two to three weeks um, to get out just because it's a large amount of money. And that's the other thing. And when they put in, they put in a lot. So if they, you know, if they screw up or if they lose money, they lose a lot. So, um, and then because of that, like I was totally convinced that we should not give our money for anyone else to um, to basically invest mm-hmm. for us. Like I remember this one guy uh, when I did it with him and it was like a global fund or their, um, you know, it's like big companies, right? You get Tangerine and you get all these different uh, financial, uh, financial um, group where they'll, you know, say, give you, give us our money and we'll invest for your banks. And I realized a guy, I'm like, wait a second, you, you know, you're not any better than me like you're you know like he has a completely different degree and it's just all of a sudden he decided to do this and of course he gets commission for every people that he has or any people that he helps but it's not about if he helped me make more more money he's making getting more money no it's basically if I signed up whether I make money or not he's getting the money or he's getting the commission for it so it, it made me really realize that we have to be financially stable that we need to take control ourselves so that's what they were basically like you know get out of your shell you need to start learning to do it yourself so um and 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 uh, and i realized there's so many different types of uh investing so the one that i've been listening to and and what makes sense to me is value investing and that is basically um looking up a company that you love and that makes sense to you and that the competition is is really you know it's really good um and and you believe in 
this company and you then watch watch how it goes you want to you want to make sure that the ceo is honest and good person that he's not taking the money out of his you know from the company and buying a jet for himself or stuff like that um that he cares about the people and the company and things like that and he's like and if you think this company is great then you basically uh calculate and find out how much should their um stock cost for example um uh there was this one company that i like um it's uh it's a medical they make medical equipment and i thought oh i totally would love that you know being in healthcare and i and i want i want to invest in things like that and it would be um you know any medical related equipments think about it and and they'll they'll do it you know um so i thought okay this is great um and with that i read about the the um, the CEO I'm like okay he's he seems really good and the money that they're doing and they're not in any debt you want to make sure that um that whatever debt they're in they can cover it within three years and it looks great and it's like a little bit of debt and subhanallah in Islam you are not supposed to also invest on companies that has lots of debt and it makes sense because in cases like this when everything's going down they're going to worry a lot more because now they're worrying about oh great we have debt and now we're worrying about COVID you know so um so after knowing that and then now you need to calculate um how much should a cost be so looking at you know like the good price would be let's say it should be about $40 but wait they're selling it for $80 so then I know that I'm not going to buy it now I'm just going to hold on wait and when things you know crash or something happens um, then I'll just wait until it's on sale or and then after that I'll buy it and and they're all about and when you buy don't just buy like two to three shares like whatever money you have whether it's 10 grand five grand one grand you want to spend it all so they're not about what's the word for um diversity they're not about oh diversify um you want to use you know uh go uh technology then go to restaurant and go to um education like they're not all about that they're like nope choose one or two three companies that you love and go all out because if you did your research properly and you believe in them then know that eventually will go up and they're all about um you know when you put your money in it needs to go from eight to you want to leave it there for eight years to 10 years and, and beyond right so it's really important that um you know you're not checking every day to say oh how did i do it doesn't matter because you, you know you're all about the long term so mm-hmm. that was you know it was really interesting but because because it, it you know like for example when i bought microsoft i was like oh this is great i made money now can i just you know sell it and then keep that money but no that's not the whole mm-hmm. point the whole point is oh, what made uh, warren buffett Uh, rich is he kept it there for years you know so um and and that's the whole point um of it so um then i realized there is another one um another book actually i might as well just talk about he talks about um what was it if i could find it it's he talks about also investing but it's in a different way uh the book is called get rich with dividends um double digit returns and this is by mark lightenfield so he's all about dividends dividends are basically um, the company is doing really well and they have so much cash flow so much money left so they're like hmm, why don't we give back to our you know uh, investors who 
bought stock. So they basically say, okay, for every stock, I'll give you a dollar. Or for every stock, I'll give you 25 cents or 10 cents. Mm-hmm. And they do this every year. Now, now people love that because they're like, oh, I'm going to you know, invest on this one because, yeah, I'm getting money for you know, putting for buying stocks, but I'm also getting additional money. So for example, Microsoft does dividends. Um, there's not all companies does it, but most, you know, some of them do. Then they have these companies who, if they've been giving dividends for 25 years, they are like, I forgot the name, but they have a name for it. Like, oh, wow, these companies have been doing that forever. So he's all about that. He's all about, you know, find out which companies are giving dividends or giving the high dividends and, and go for it and just ride the flow. Uh, right along and hopefully you'll you know basically you'll get more money so whenever you get uh, all these dividends then you take that money and you basically reinvest again and that's how he's saying you know it's basically you you will become more uh, wealthier a lot faster than just buying stocks now he's all about and not just um getting companies that give dividends because what happens is what I've learned is a company can be giving you, you know, extra, which is dividends every year, but they also feel they have to because they've been doing it for years. And if all of a sudden they don't, the stock, you know, the, the investors are like, whoa, whoa, what's going on? Why aren't you giving it to us this year? You know, that some of them are hanging on to that company because of the dividends. So the company may be giving the dividends, even though they're actually in a lot of debt or they actually borrowed money to give the dividends so you don't just take the dividends and think it's great when the company is going down so it's really important again that we don't just say oh this company is giving dividends therefore it's a good company no we still have to do a lot of research to find out um you know do they have debt um are you borrowing money um you know what's your plan you know how are you getting any bigger um you know what I mean? So you don't like don't blindly just look at numbers and and take it. You know, um, and then one way is reading the quarterly reports or what the CEO is saying about what they plan to do and and if they can increase the dividends or what his goal is because then it gives you an idea that this is a good company. So even if you like something. And, and you believe in the company, you buy it. It doesn't mean you don't look at it for the next eight or 10 years. Every year we should be looking at it and making sure that there's no changes. So um, that's why it's so important that you choose a company that you love. So when you go back to learning about it, um, it, it becomes fun to do. It's like, oh, I want to know how well they're doing. And I, I love this because I feel that when, you know, um, that when you're getting a stock, it's important that we feel that we bought the company because that way you'll be a little bit more careful like oh my god this is my company now I bought it you know even though if it's just a little bit of share at least you bought part of the company so that way you'll be more cautious and and you know like and, and and then that way I'm thinking sonically you'll start feeling like good because you're spreading the good you're spreading what they're doing right so making sure that it's actually a good thing for example I love Costco I would I wish I could invest in it but then I realized wait a second Costco sells alcohol what so I was like well I can't be part of that so I'm not investing in it so wherever you're spending is you know investing on you want to make sure like for example when I said I'm I'm, I'm investing on a you know a quick um 
healthcare equipment. It makes me feel good. I'm like, great. So now when everyone and anyone uses those, I'll get rewarded for that too. So it becomes sort of like a sadaqatan jariya. So it feels good, you know, to um, be um, part of that. So I realized that there are so many different ways of investing. There is no one way, but at least just hang on to something that makes sense to you and, and go for it. But it's important that we um, take charge and we um, do it ourselves. What else did I wanted to mention? Um, that's pretty much it. What do you think? That's pretty good, uh, like long-term, because then it's like sometimes people just want it in and out, right? Mm-hmm. Just fast money and done. But it's like being there for the long run. Cause it makes See, there, when you're saying in and out, we're talking, that's like trading. That's uh, daily mm-hmm. trading where somebody just sits, does it in the morning and at night yeah. he he's out. So there is that type too. Um, yeah, but like definitely you know not people, thing, but yeah. Mm-hmm. But you know how some people like the dividend, it'll make money for them at a certain point, right? So yes. some people will just want to pull out when it's made a lot of money. Exactly. Just because they're done, but then it's good. You're right to be in there long term because it's a commitment. That's why it's so important to know what type of, you know, what, why, what, like, what's your goal? Um, mm-hmm. You know, when it's, when it's RRSP or RESP, you know, you're not going to touch it, you know, for years. Um, when it's something like TFSA, uh, you may actually need it quickly or you may just want it for a year or two, you know? So it depends. Um, it depends. And that's why, you know, some people have uh, two brokers with a broker where, you know, they'll say, okay, I'll, I'll put my money here and here and I'll uh, invest, you know, for a car or here will be for a house or here will be for a vacation house or something like that. So it really depends on your goal. It depends on your age um, because then you'll know, okay, wait, it's because the younger you are, you have time. So the money can just keep growing. But then if you're older, then you feel like, oh, shoot, I have to put more money and be a little bit aggressive um, to make more money and, and, and things like that. Um, yeah. So the other thing that was interesting is um, there was this one guy where his way of investing is he looks at companies he likes. And then what he does is he looks and see if the insiders, so those who are working in the company, like the CEOs or all these uh, board members, if they're putting their money in the company, because they know if they're putting the money in the company, as in like they're buying their own stocks, like their own company stocks, then there's something they know that we don't. Mm-hmm. So he basically, if he loves a company and he made his own research, and if all of a sudden the insiders are buying, buying companies, their own company, then he quickly buys it as well. So that's his strategy and made a millionaire from it. So now, um, so it's interesting. I was reading his, um, I was reading his article and he's like, okay, you know, he believes in this one company. He's like, this is going to be great. And he talks a lot about it in the end. It's like, um, you know, sign my, you know, join me, join my newsletter and pay you know, like, I think it was like one grand or something like that. And, uh, and I'll tell you what it is. So I realized that invest, this is their way of making money as well. Like, for example, the guy who talked about um, uh, dividends, he, you know, it's like, also it's like, oh, join me, and I will tell you where to end. Basically, you don't have to think, just follow what I do, and you will make money. So you get a lot of his followers saying, oh, 
because of you I made this much money and and stuff like that so I'm like oh wow so it, it just made me realize that no matter how wealthy you are they're always looking for ways to make more you know so it's like yeah mm-hmm. I'm making myself wealthy and I'll help you too but this is what you need to pay me um so there's a lot of um so there's that that was interesting definitely new for me and then you get the yahoo finance where you go in and find out a lot about these companies and then within that you'll find all these investors talking about that particular company you want some that are getting paid to do that or and some that are not they're just you know doing their own research about it and um stuff like that so um so much to learn I just realized it's not I just thought you know now that I went to a workshop I got this I understood but then I realized the more I'm learning the more books I'm reading the more that I was like wow there's a lot more that I don't know and this guy Andy Tanner he's um has his own workshops and he teaches and stuff like that and he's been doing it for over 15 years and he says that he still learns and um he's like and I'm always learning about investing and it's just so much to learn and I was like wow and who am I like that hasn't even been a year yet and I'm like (laughs) I think I got it and I'm like nope I don't (laughs) so it just shows that it's just we have to just keep our mind open to just learning more and yeah I'm just going with the flu Definitely. So what? Um, so what do you think? Have I convinced you that you should do this yourself? No, definitely you did. I'm like, I need to do this. Yeah, I gotta yeah. get in, inshallah. For sure. And I feel like right now this is a really good time because of this whole COVID that's going on. There's going to be a lot of fear, a lot of greed, a lot of you know. Uh, you know things are so unstable and then now with this um you know president being elected or re-elected who knows that changed things too and the thing is with this whole market nothing makes sense there's no rational decisions people are just it's all about emotions you know oh my god i'm scared i don't know what's going on let me take my money out and that changes things it changes the price of the market of the company or it's like um you know i don't you know it's like or it's like oh let me buy all of this it's like and and it's and it's not just me it's not it's not those individual people who put their money in and out it's those big financial guys where they're like oh god we don't know what's going on let's pull out but they're pulling out like millions of dollars so it changes um the system and everything is like what's the word spots so if they just hear one word or like being typed or mentioned all of a sudden you can see the numbers changing. Like with this whole COVID, there was this one particular day, I think it was like March 11 or something, everything went down, as in like stocks wise, a lot, a lot of it went down. And it was just because, oh, we're, we're going to close down everything. And it's just like people were scared. A lot of people took their money out. So that's the time when you look for and you're like, oh my God, we got to get in buy stocks now buy as much as you can you know and then the next morning it went up again because they started to calm down you see what I mean Mm -hmm. so it's like um and and that blew my mind I was like and it's hard can you imagine you're sitting down all of a sudden you hear screams and people are running right let's say they're just passing you and they're just running ahead do you think you'd be sitting calmly or would you be running after them with them they're running with them, exactly. It's no joke. You can't help it. You go with the crowd, and that's sort of like the market. 
when you see everyone going, you know, pulling out their money, you're like, shoot, man, I got to, uh, there's something, you know, they're doing, you don't know. So where are we headed to? Okay. <laughs> and in the end, you realize, oh, shoot, there's nothing to run from. I should have stayed. And it, it's hard. It's so hard to be emotionally stable with that because I actually fell into that. I, there was this one company, AMD. It's uh, They make um, little chips on a computer and every computer apparently needs it. And I bought in a very good deal. And it was like, well, I bought it for like $38. Listen to this, $38, one stock, okay? But then when this whole craziness happened and everybody was getting out, I'm like, oh God, I don't know what's going on. I'm going out too. And I remember taking it out. Now it's it doubled and I'm like, oh god I should have stayed you know what I mean and I realized like honestly with this whole market thing it, I felt it, it like it feels like it's a day of judgment you know whether you're in or out you're regret you know how in the day of judgment you will you're gonna regret whether it's oh I wish I had more good deeds or oh man I wish I didn't do this deed you know mm-hmm. I'm like and I'm like I feel like it's like that in these markets like you wish you bought more or you wish you didn't bought at all or, you know, or that you got out. So there's always that regret. So um, that's why it, the most important is to be emotionally, you know, and uh, stable. And I love what my husband says. He's like, he's like, listen, it wasn't your risk. I'm like, so true. It wasn't, it just went away. Um, yeah, and that's why it's so important to, to learn, you know, and to just uh, know why you're doing things. Don't go with what people says. And majority is, aren't always right. And, and that's another thing. It's majority and not just because everyone's doing it doesn't mean it's right. And you know better than that. That's true. Definitely. 